Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Gerald Moore Jr., and this is the More Life Podcast, Episode 3. So on this episode, I know it's been a while, um, but I really felt compelled to have more of a longer form conversation about the Nipsey Hussle situation. Um, And I want to shed more light on the way Nipsey was moving, his mission, uh, and how he was empowering and impacting the community on such a large scale. And you can see it just by the amount of support and outpouring that the community gave and was and still gives and will continue to give. Um, honestly, I didn't know Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle personally. Um, I had no, no idea what, you know, his lifestyle, his life, his upbringing was like, I can only judge a man by, you know, what, uh, is displayed. And so the character that he displayed to me through his music and what we know about musicians and artists, especially in hip hop, uh, we could, we can, anybody with clear mind can understand that. This man had great intentions, great integrity, uh, and he was all about his community. And so especially in a time now where more than ever we need male role models and leadership, fathers, husbands, boyfriends, entertainers uh, to be our leaders, to step up, to voice, to help the community, you know, That community, you know, the community at large, but specifically, you know, Nipsey Hussle's neighborhood and what he was doing for his community. uh, This is a very tragic uh, and sad moment. You know, hopefully that, you know, his death, you know, will spark a, uh, a floodgate of, you know, entrepreneurs and, and people that will pick up, you know, where he's, where he started. But, um, you know, when you just, when you just look at, you know, his resume and what he's built, I would say even, I would say, I I mean, I've got wind of Nipsey, what, six, seven years ago, maybe. Um, but what really started to attract me to him, um, was his business moves because as a black kid who grew up in upstate New York, went to private school and I was around a lot of business owners and their kids and CEOs and executives, you understand that in America, the business owner, the entrepreneur, those are the ones that really make the difference in our society. Those are the creators. Those are the forward thinking ones. Those are the the problem solvers. Those are, you know, the community builders. You know, the reason we don't have great black communities all over this country is because we don't have a lot of leadership, but we don't have a lot of business leadership who is controlling the finances and moving it in a way that builds the community, develops the community, but also uh, funds the community gives people jobs, gives people hope, gives people vision, educates people. Um, So that was one of the biggest 
reasons outside of his music. I mean, I loved his message and his music. I love, you know, the 808s. I love the the uh the the West Coast swag that 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 Nipsey Hustle provided, man. And so uh I think it's I think it's vital that you know, besides the gun violence that we really take a deep dive into what Nipsey not only built but was building and will continue to build. And so I think it's very important to uh, to highlight that. Um, one of the biggest things that I really liked about him was his uh, his Vector 90 company, which was a co-working space. Uh, and then I was just watching a, 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 an interview where, you know, they were talking about how uh, part of it was a co-working space for young entrepreneurs to come together, build, uh, and share and create. But he also had like a second floor of this building that was strictly for science and technology and math for youth, where he was helping develop the next generation of youth to be able to go into the tech industry for Silicon Valley, because this guy understood the power of technology, science, math, and media. And the only way that we can produce the talent to compete for jobs in some of these high tech industries is to educate them. These kids aren't being educated in the public school system because, as we know, our public school system is funded by property taxes, and usually the wealthy have the best property taxes. And so usually the wealthy schools get all access to the best teachers, the best um, uh, software, technology, uh, upgrades, and, and so on and so forth. And so by us going in and being able to create these platforms, being able to create these educational tools, you know, to help our people uh, leverage our skills and our, our natural abilities, we have to do forward thinking uh, moves like that. And it's not really even forward thinking. I mean, white communities, they have tons of these uh, uh, spaces. And so it's vital that we understand, um, you know, the power of that. And that's one of my goals right now. I actually just started a GoFundMe uh, page. Um, uh, if you guys want to go check it out, it's www.gofundme.com backslash G13 Ventures. Or actually, it's G13 Urban Ventures. U-R-B-N Ventures. Um, and I started that because of a similar, you know, uh, ideology behind, you know, what what Nipsey started. I realized how powerful, you know, we can be when we educate our people, when we, um, you know, bring our people together. We need spaces where we can come together and we can relate with other people that are working in these spaces. You know, as black men, we can't always relate to other people when we go pitch our company or try to build a company because not everybody has come from the same cloth as us so not everybody understands our vision or you know we have to break through the barrier of race before we ever even get our vision out and so a lot of times in the white ecosystem of 
startups and uh, building a business, building a company, finding fun- funding, you know, pitching your company to people. Uh, it's not as well received in most communities as it would be in our own communities if we had our own people investing in it. So we need more. We need more co-working spaces. We need more um, venture capital companies that, you know, invest in underserved opportunity communities and underserved, uh, you know, uh, male black, you know, uh, leaders. Um, but yeah, on the whole thing, man, the whole thing is just super sad. You know, I watched the video where, you know, you could see the guy literally walk up on Nipsey and, you know, a few of the people that he was with and, uh, and pulled the trigger multiple times, left, came back, pulled the trigger some more, stood over the guys, pulled the trigger some more. So, man, it was definitely a vicious and violent uh assassination man of this good man who literally was changing not only changed his life but changing his family's life but changing the people in his community's lives man and so to 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 think that a man would just run up on somebody like that that's doing good i don't care what happened you know what i mean like is pure jealousy and we live in a time and i was telling uh my brother-in-law this the other day you know obviously i know i know the code of being from you know a community um like that and part of the problem is when you start to excel at a high level Jealousy is always around the corner. So people that grew up with you, people that may associate with you, not everybody understands or sees how you move. Not everybody understands or uh, is intelligent enough to understand that, hey, man, this man has given us keys and tools and relationships and opportunity to build a better life. And he's showing us the way. You know, the American way, there's a certain way that you can do things the right way in this society and still be yourself. You know what I mean? So I don't know the relationship between the man. Obviously, clearly he knew him. Clearly, uh, their guards were down. Um but like I told my brother-in-law, I was like, man, you got, I mean, when you start moving levels and you start moving with different people, I mean, you can't be hanging out with Jay-Z, but then go back to your hood, even though you're in front of your store and on your corner store and just be out like that. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to do business, if y'all got to talk, you know, for a long period of time, like everything should be handled indoors in your, you know, uh, in your office, you know, you should be coming in and out the back door, not the front door. Um, and so, like I said, you have to move differently. You know, you have to structure things differently. And obviously, you know, that's not me saying that Nipsey was at fault for, you know, what happened. But 
just because Nipsey changed his life and was changing his community's life and uh, was doing the right things, it doesn't mean that people aren't going to be out to get you. You know, especially with the amount of ignorance in our communities. Like, we can't fix everybody right away. And that's the problem with the system that we have is that it has been forced upon us to fix our entire community. But then we only have one or two people um, that are doing it. Um, you know, obviously, you have a lot of people that leave uh, leave the community uh, once they once they make it. Um, and clearly, that's not that's not what his 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 mo was, and I don't think it should have been his mo. But what I'm saying is, you gotta move differently. You know what I mean? It's all fine and dandy to have your businesses in your hood. You know what I mean? But from what I saw in the video, they were just standing there outside, and dude rolled up on him straight up. But why was you just sitting outside of your your spot like that? You know what I mean? Like with guards down. You know what I mean? No, there was no security around, nobody to protect you. Like, dude, you are a multi, multi millionaire rolling with Jay Z and some of the richest people in the industry. So, no matter what happens, you know, somebody could be having a bad day and you roll up on, and they roll up on you and you just not feeling it that day. And, you know, he could take it some type of way just because he done found out you you at the spot. You know what I mean? So, you, I mean, it's just, it's tragic. You know, at the end of the day, it's sad, it's tragic. Um, it's inexplicable. Um, I hope that, you know, you know, they know who the guy is. You know, they got pictures of the guy. Hopefully somebody turns him in ASAP. Hopefully the hood takes care of it ASAP. Uh, because it's clear as day that the community loves Nipsey. It's clear as day what Nipsey meant to the community and what he did for the community. But I hope what people take away, I hope people listen to his music. I mean, at the end of the day, Nipsey Hussle owned all his masters. You know what I mean? So his family's going to be taken care of. His wife is going to be, or his, uh, his daughter and his kids are going to be taken care of. Um, his family's going to be taken care of because he did things the right way. Um, and he set, he set a great example for many people. And what's what sickens me, man, is like how young he was. Like people don't understand the power in that. When you thinking the way Nipsey thinking and you was moving the way that Nipsey moving at 33 years old, he was just getting started. Like he was just getting started. He didn't even scratch the surface of his potential. And that's what sickens me about the entire situation and the entire idea of the hood, man, and how systematically deprived we are. For another brother to take a man's life that's doing well, I don't care what this dude done did to you, bro. Like, you're going to take this man's life in front of his spot? Man, like, but that is also another reason, like, we, man, 
you know, like the gun violence and this idea of violence, man, is is toxic, man. You know, and it, and it runs rampant, you know, and it doesn't take a smart man to pull a trigger. You know what I mean? Like, for any type of reason, you know what I mean? There's a reason. Like, you look at the military, right? All right, I'm going to... The military promotes and advertises in the in inner cities and rural neighborhoods because they they prey on ignorance. Same thing with the police. It's the reason if you do any type of research, you'll you'll see that the police uh, organizations go after guys with people with guys that don't have high IQs. Because if you don't have a high IQ, you're not going to challenge or question the status quo or what's going on. You, you're a follower. You need to be led. Somebody has to tell you what to do. In the Army, you follow orders. And so a war could be completely, you know, the war on terror. I saw, I saw a license plate the other day. Somebody was a was a was an army vet in the war on terror. Well, now we know, you know what? Ten years later, twenty years later, that the war on terror was completely created and made up. There were no weapons of mass destruction, but that's after hundreds of thousands of U.S. citizens' lives were lost fighting. But then, you know, other, you know, casualties were lost for something that we know now wasn't real. And so America has been built on these ideologies of things that aren't real, yet we're killing people and taking people's lives. And then, you know, years later we find out, oh, it wasn't even real. I mean, how many wars in America or by America. Like, there's so many. Like, just do your research. I like history. But, man, the idea of, you know, the gun violence, man, is, is sickening and appalling. But, um, you know, in our communities, man, we got to do better. We got to build uh, our our youth, man, our next generation of kids. We got to, we got to, uh, we got to get more involved. Even myself, you know, I got to get way more involved in the local community where I'm at, you know, uh, in Columbus, Ohio, you know, I have to go speak to kids. I have to, kids have to see us doing well. Kids have to see us and be able to speak to us and be able to uh, have that representation uh, of good leadership, of people trying to do good, of people doing good, um, of people that can give them life hacks and tips and tricks uh, and give them something to emulate at the end of the day because Nipsey was a great example of somebody who, if you're from the inner city or you're from the hood and gang violence is the only thing that you see, um, if your school doesn't give you a lot of opportunities, if your community doesn't give you a lot of opportunities to be successful, kids are, kids don't want to be bad kids. It's like, like you are a product of your environment. You know what I mean? I don't know how much we can stress this. You know, cause and effect. Like if you live in a project, if you live in an urban environment that is decaying, and there's nothing for you to do. There's no extracurricular activities. There is no healthy, you know, environment. 
you're going to be a product of your environment. Of course, you're going to get one or two good kids to come out of that situation. But out of 10, you're going to have eight that end up falling in the wrong to something wrong because of the environment. Period. Vice versa. In a neighborhood that got good education, that got good schools, that got jobs, uh, that got opportunity, that has, you know, good food. You're going to have eight out of ten that's going to be successful and you're going to have two out of ten that's probably going to fall off the rails. I've seen it. I've experienced it firsthand. Growing up um, in the DMV area, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, where I grew up in private school, went, went to school with, you know, wealthy kids and kids who had great parents and parents who had money and we all grew up in good environments. We all grew up in good houses, and none of us had to fear for our lives. Yet, there was communities I grew up in or, you know, community communities I see, and it wasn't the same way. Every day is a challenge. Every day is uh, a new obstacle that you don't know if you're going to make it or not. So, um, you know, that's that's all I really got to say on this topic, man. It's just um, it's truly sad. I hope that uh, I hope that this um, this law, this loss, you know, sparks, you know, some true dialogue, some true building, community building. I hope this. Nipsey's passing, you know, really um, puts the battery in the back of a lot of not even, uh, you know, just people, but entertainers, you know, to really change their message, man. Especially a lot of these young guys, man. You know, what you talk about, it becomes it, it becomes true. You know, the things you put out there in the world, it becomes a reality. You know, we aren't just the walking shell. At the end of the day, we, our, our lives are 95% subconscious, 5% conscious. So we're constantly, you know, creating and manifesting the lives that we want for ourselves. So, um, you know, definitely, definitely sending condolences to uh, Lauren London, uh, who was Nipsey's, uh, I, I believe, fiance. Uh, Nipsey Hussle's brother, his family, and his kids, uh, his employees, um, the people that he was helping, you know, on a daily basis uh, through his music, but also through, you know, his co-working company, um, people in the city. Uh, you know, they said, uh, I saw a tweet that said he was getting ready to meet with the uh, what LAPD with Rock Nation to discuss, you know, how he could help with, you know, the gang violence and stuff like that in the community. So the man was definitely on a mission, man. So, you know, let's definitely keep that mission. You know, let's definitely keep, you know, all money in. You know what I mean, like, I love that. I love that slogan that he went by. All money in, no money out. You know, that man was... 
selling albums for a hundred dollars. Too proud to pay or whatever. What? Not proud to pay. You know, like the man was an innovator. You know what I mean? Everybody loves an innovator. He made no he ain't make no excuses. He did it all on his own. But definitely sending a rest in peace to to Nip and his family. Um and to anybody that hears this, man, do your research. You know, don't just go by uh what you hear, what you see. Do your research and make come to your own conclusions at the end of the day. I didn't even touch on the Dr. Sabi uh doc that Nipsey was uh was doing. But do your research on Dr. Sabi and realize that this man, Dr. Sabi, defeated the Supreme Court after putting an ad in the New York paper saying that he could cure cancer. And after they told him to bring in witnesses, they told him to bring in nine people. He brought in 70 people that he had cured from different diseases, all because he changed their diet and their nutrition. So heard that Nick Cannon's supposed to pick up the doc, so that's good that was good news, great news to hear. Um But yeah, do your research, man. Shout out to shout out to the Nipsey Hustle family. Shout out to everybody that's, you know, feeling some type of way about it. Um But let's not mourn. You know, let's you know, let's mourn, let's, you know, uh appreciate his life but then let's let's pick up the mantle you know it's times like these like that's why you speak the way you speak you know we all limited here on this earth whether we got 33 years or we got 100 years but it's about impact that man died at 33 years old and look at his impact so yeah we want to live longer we want to you know be able to you know, move on this earth as long as we got our, you know, our youth. But impact. When you die at 33 years old and you don't impact your whole city, your whole community, the whole culture. He left a great impact. So think about that. Digest it. Do your research. You know, don't just look at another black man being shot for a senseless act. Look at the man. Look at the look at the culture that he built. Look at the way he was moving. Look at how he impacted people. Go watch his interviews. Watch how he talked. You know what I mean? You could judge. You could judge our community all you want, but at the end of the day, it's, it's ignorance if you never go do your own research. So. That's all I got for this episode of the More Life Podcast. You know, I know it's the first one in a while, but I definitely had to do this one on Nipsey. But I'm definitely going to be coming back on, doing some more videos, doing some more podcasts, getting some more content. And I love y'all, and I'm out. Peace.